where to start. It's a brand new year, a brand new decade, and now is probably the best time to reflect on where you've been, but more importantly, to get thinking about where you want to be with your business on this week's episode. All right, let's get into it. My name is Dylan Gallagher. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast, where I take a few minutes to share with you some thoughts about things that I'm learning, things that I'm discovering, conversation pieces that I'm having with other entrepreneurs that are running businesses, including my very own. And this is an opportunity for other entrepreneurs to hear some very practical um, information and advice, and maybe some opinions about things that they might be going through. So if you're listening to this right now, you're an entrepreneur, hopefully you're going to get some value out of our time together. It's a new year, it's a new decade, and oftentimes for these podcast topics, I end up sending myself an email, and in the subject line, I'll usually just put uh, the title, uh, because I would have either just had a conversation with somebody or had some thoughts Uh, post-conversation with somebody, and that often leads to what I end up talking about on these episodes. And so this was, oh, probably two months ago that I had put this in a subject line to myself because I was uh, getting a little annoyed, a little frustrated, not going to lie, with an entrepreneur that was finding every reason under the sun to um, kind of avoid what I thought was a very simple and very uh, obvious goal that needed to be hit, and for some reason, Uh, We just couldn't seem to get on the same page. And it made me think, you know, what if there's other entrepreneurs out there that feel like, you know what, I want to do a million things. Maybe I want to do a thousand things or a hundred things, but I want to do a lot of things. And I'm just not sure where to start. You know, I don't know where to begin thinking about this. There just seems like either I've got so many problems, I don't know which one to deal with, or on the other end of the spectrum, I've got so many opportunities. I don't know which one to run with. And then As I was going through this dialogue and this conversation piece with this particular individual, I remembered that a bunch of years ago, I was sitting with an entrepreneur that was kind of doing the same thing. You know, his business was sort of, eh, was you know, it was okay, wasn't killing it, Um, you know, wasn't wasn't losing money, but certainly you could sort of just see by hanging out with the guy that he had kind of lost his flair for the business and. Uh, For those of you that listen to this podcast, and more importantly, those of you that know anything about me when it comes to math and being pragmatic, I just said to the guy, I said, you know what, let's pull up your balance sheet. And as a quick refresher, for those of you that don't know, a balance sheet says, here are the assets that your business has, here are the liabilities to creditors that it owes, and the difference is the equity or value that's left over. Much like kind of a personal net worth statement. Assets on the left, liabilities on the right, you subtract one from the other, and you get your net worth. So balance sheet's kind of the same thing. So I said to this guy, I said, you know, why don't we pull open your balance sheet? And let's just, I don't know, pull it as of today. I don't know what the date was, but let's just say it was October. So October 15, uh, whatever the year was. And I said, okay, great. Now there's like a little button there in your accounting system. Why don't you just like click the previous year? And then what that did is that lined up a balance sheet, same numbers, same category, same light items, right beside the current year. And what that basically got to show them very simply was, here's what your assets looked like last year. Here's what they look like this year. Here's what your assets look like, or here's what your liabilities look like last year. Here's what your liabilities look like this year. Here's the equity you had in your business last year. Oh, look at that. 
It's negative. And here's the equity you have in your business this year. Uh, look, still negative, not quite positive. So I said, if you've lost the flair for your business and you're not feeling very excited about what you're doing, so why don't we just start here? Why don't we just talk through, try to figure out how do we make that equity number positive? How do we reduce your liabilities? How do we increase your assets? And how do we get you excited about the business again? And I think the reason you're not excited about the business is let's pull the previous year to that. Let's pull the balance sheet for that year. So now we're looking at three balance sheets side by side by side by side. And it became quite obvious that, you know, this business really hadn't moved the needle very much. Um, I think the entrepreneurs probably worn out, uh, had spent, you know, quite a few years in the business and just sort of lost his way. And so, you know, a couple of weeks back or two months back when, when I came up with this particular topic for this episode, it was kind of the same thing. And I just said to this entrepreneur, I said, look, just open your balance sheet. Let's take a look. Let's, let's make this very, very simple. Where do we want to start? We want to lower our liabilities. We want to increase our assets. And then, of course, you know, typical, I get the glazed over eye look because most entrepreneurs aren't very intimate with their financial statements. And uh, it's not a knock. You know, they've got finance people to help them with that. But financial statements can be very telling. They tell a very interesting story if you take the time to understand the basics of what your financial statements are telling you. And so, you know, we get having this conversation about, okay, great. Well, how do I increase my assets? Do I just go like buy some more equipment or buy some more inventory for our for our facility? And I said, no, we work on increasing your profit because um, uh, let's look at your profit and loss statement. So that's your revenue, less your expenses, gives you your profit. Your profit finds its way over to the balance sheet and it's either used to buy assets or it's used to pay down liabilities. So I said, why don't we just set a goal? Why don't we just like throw some math around here and figure out what would it take to make the equity in your business positive? Because you've been running a loss or you ran a loss for many years in the business and you haven't made enough money to make up for that loss. So on your balance sheet, you're still showing negative retained earnings, which, you know, basically means you're, you're, you got, you don't have anything invested in this business. You're the entrepreneur of a business that's worth less than nothing. And of course he took offense to that, but Sometimes I can't control my annoyance, and so that was coming through. But it ended up being channeled, I'll use that word, channeled, into a productive conversation about what the next kind of 24 months needed to look like in the business. And so I would encourage you, if you're stuck, if you're stuck going, you know, I've got so many problems, I don't even know where to begin, or I've got so many opportunities, I don't even know where to start, I'd always start by looking at your balance sheet. When someone talks to me about their business or when someone's trying to articulate to me all the wonderful things that they want to do, I usually say, hey, let's just take a look at your balance sheet. Let's see how much net worth, equity, retained earnings, however you want to understand it. Let's just see what you've got invested in your business. If that number is negative, so you look at your assets, then you go down the page, you look at the liabilities, you go a little further, you're going to get to a section of your balance sheet called shareholder equity or equity or retained earnings or shareholder equity, something like that. If that number is negative, then that's probably the best place to start. The best place to start is to say to yourself, okay, whatever that number is, Dylan kind of told me on this podcast, I have to make that much profit in order to wipe that out. So my, my uh, revenue, less my expenses, has to be greater than that negative number that I'm looking at. So what would it take to do that? And that generally tends to open up a lot of conversation and, and get into areas that many entrepreneurs, you know, typically uh, just haven't spent a lot of time thinking about, you know. Again, entrepreneurs are great at starting uh, something. Usually they're great at coming up with ideas. They are less great at executing, and then they are even less great than that at producing a profitable 
uh, bottom line. Because all three of those things, uh, generally speaking, are, are pretty hard. It's hard to come up with an idea that merits taking a step and doing something about it. And then once you've taken that step to run a business, hire people, get things going, it's even harder to figure out how to get money onto your bottom line. And quite frankly, most businesses don't have huge margins to work with once they start growing and scaling. And so that kind of becomes uh, the devil in the details that many entrepreneurs aren't familiar with. But now that you've heard me say it, you might go, okay, well, hang on, let me pull up my balance sheet or get a hold of my bookkeeper, get a hold of my accountant and try to understand what Dylan's talking about here. Because you run this business, you've created a business, you've started a business, hopefully not to be um, to run it as a charity or not-for-profit. Hopefully you've created a business because you've wanted to take advantage of an opportunity, you've wanted to maybe provide a solution into the marketplace that isn't being uh, provided uh, right now and thought that you could do it better. Uh, you probably want to provide gainful employment for the people that work for you and give them... Um, a stable foundation of livelihood that they can build productive lives off of? I don't know. I don't know what your reasons are, but I'm pretty sure you didn't start a business to run it as a not-for-profit or worse than that, run it at a loss. So new year, new decade, where do you start? You start with your balance sheet. You start with your retained earnings and your shareholder equity. And you say to yourself, okay, how do I, if it, if the number happens to be negative, what's it going to take to make it positive? Well, the simple math would be go figure out how to make that much profit in a year. But if that number is positive, then ask yourself, is it only positive because we had uh, a few profitable years, a few years that weren't profitable, and so it sort of comes out in the wash, and generally speaking, it, it looks like you know retained earnings are positive? Well, then I would challenge you to say, great, so what would it take to double those retained earnings? What would it take to take to multiply by two the number that shows up under shareholder equity? And again, the logic being, if your business isn't growing, it's shrinking, and so having a conversation with either your accounting team or your finance team or your business partners or what have you to say, look, how do we double this number? Dylan says that we've got to grow our business. And without getting super nerdy about it, the easiest way to figure out how to grow our business is how do we double the retained earnings uh, inside of our business. And basically, that means you got you have to run another profitable year, um, which is going to increase your retained earnings. But if you wanted to double it, then you'd have to put a little bit more thought into saying, okay, how do we do better than we did last year so that that number um, uh, doubles? Pretty pretty straightforward. So I've again, I'm only sharing with you my own thoughts. Uh, I know that there are um, many different places to start when it comes with when it comes to trying to figure out what you're going to do with your business in the coming year or the coming decade. Uh, but given kind of how I spend my days, the types of small businesses and entrepreneurs that I'm working with. I can generally say that most entrepreneurs' balance sheets are not as strong as they think they are, if they're even correct. That's like the first thing. So if you've never looked at your balance sheet before and you're listening to this podcast and then you run out and look at your balance sheet and it doesn't make any sense to you and it looks like things are wrong and the payables don't look right and you can't figure out what the loans are and why are there loans showing up under assets and there's all sorts of things that can happen. But let's assume that your balance sheet is clean and it's right. Um, I've always found that looking at the shareholder equity in a business is a great place to start when it comes to figuring out where do you want to be over the next year, over the next couple of years, and then using that shareholder equity uh, line on your balance sheet to really be your measurement of success. And if you care to take the time to understand the significance of retained earnings and what it means. There's lots of resources that out on the out on the internet that you can take advantage of. Uh, but for me, I've always found that that's the best one, best one to 
really look at an entrepreneur in the eyes and go, do you really understand your business? Like, do you really get it? Do you know what it is your business does? Do you understand how money moves through your business? Do you understand how you make profit or how you generate revenue and how you get profit off of or generate pro- profit off of that revenue? And um, so for me, it's a wonderful place to start. And for you, if this is the first time you're hearing this, um, then you're in for a treat. Because retained earnings should now just roll off your tongue. You should know what it is. You should know how retained earnings are arrived at. And more importantly than that, that that's a very, very easy way to say, is our business moving the needle? And if you uh, use, again, kind of the, the same methodology I used with that entrepreneur a bunch of years ago, just run your balance sheet as of today, click the little button in your accounting system that's going to say compare to previous period or previous year, uh, not previous period, previous year, there's going to be a little checkbox or a button or something that you're going to be able to click on or your accountant will to be able to say, what does my balance sheet look like today? What did it look like last year? And what you want to be able to see, of course, is that your assets have gone up, your liabilities have gone down, and that your shareholder equity slash retained earnings have gone up. And if that isn't the case, then guess what? There's a great place to start with figuring out what you're going to do for the next year and the next couple of years. And it'll give you uh, lots of things. It'll give you lots of direction in terms of the other things that you're going to have to talk about in your business. Because in order to increase that number, you're going to have to go over to your profit and loss statement, figure out how to uh, increase your revenue, increase your gross margin, increase your net margin. And all of a sudden, we're talking about all sorts of different uh, levers and variables that you can push and pull and manipulate to get the results that you want. So for what it's worth, that's where you start. That's where I start. It's where I feel most comfortable. It's where I think it's simplest to have a a practical conversation with an entrepreneur. And so I hope that you find this helpful. And I hope that you do something with it. Honestly, I hope you look at your balance sheet right now. I hope you look at it from uh, six months ago and compare it. I hope you look at it uh, from a year ago and compare it to today and really just try to understand like, okay, if Dylan says, my balance sheet represents basically the net worth statement of my business. What, is, what does it look like? Is it good, bad? What do I think of it? How do I make it better? So thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Again, my hope is to always put a, a stone in your shoe or to encourage you. And, uh, and that's because being an entrepreneur can be pretty tough, pretty lonely. There's not a lot of kind of real conversations happening around what it means to be an entrepreneur, much less kind of some of the nuts and bolts of the stuff that you need to know that you probably don't know. And that's why I do this. So if you've liked it, if you've found it valuable, I would ask or encourage you to share it or rate it. Send me a note, uh, drop a comment, let me know um, if there's something on your mind that I could speak to as an entrepreneur that would help you out. And um, at a minimum, at a minimum, I sure hope that you download next week's episode. So, So thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next week.